Accountability is God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. Good evening and welcome to the Stu Peters Show. From the start, we have warned on this show that this Gaza war could easily expand if America gets too involved. It's really quite simple. It could turn into some general war across the Middle East. Sure, but from there, it could end up becoming the start of World War III, if it hasn't already. Because as we speak, that horrific possibility is coming closer and closer to reality. The Houthis in Yemen have created a crisis along the Gulf of Aden, which controls access to the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. They've been using drones and rockets to menace international shipping in the area, and they've also launched attacks against Israel. Well, why does that matter? Well, because the United States has taken direct action in the region, taking us now one step closer to full involvement in this war. Meanwhile, the war in Gaza is going on and on and on and on with no end in sight, even though the theater of battle is only the size of Queens, New York. Even though Gaza has been basically flattened, the IDF claims Hamas has still not been defeated and that more and more military efforts are necessary. In other words, more carpet bombing of apartment complexes, churches, delis, grocery stores, libraries, children. Recently, the Israeli defense minister put forward what he claims is a proposed plan for the post-war running of Gaza. Gallant's proposal would have the Israeli military control Gaza's borders while some vaguely defined multinational task force runs Gaza itself and manages reconstruction and economic development. But already, that plan is hugely controversial in Israel because many think it isn't remotely harsh enough. The Israeli finance minister argues that the Gazans should be pushed to voluntarily emigrate to other countries, like this one, so that Israelis can settle in their place. So what should we make of all of this, exactly? How dangerous is this Houthi escalation, and is the Israeli peace proposal a real one or some kind of a distraction? Suleiman Ahmed is an investigative journalist and author and influencer and an academic who's closely covered these events in Gaza, and he joins us now. Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being on, Stu. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, how dangerous is this Houthi escalation? So, I mean, it's quite dangerous in the sense of they are financially impacting Israel's economy significantly. Already, estimates say that when it comes to the actual conflict that's occurring in Israel and Palestine, if it goes on for a year, it's going to significantly impact the Israeli economy. This was not even taken into consideration the impact that the Houthis are having on the Red Sea. So what are they doing and what are the Houthis? I think that's an important question to ask. So Houthis basically are a rebel force in Yemen that try to basically overturn the Yemenese government. And so they were there and this led to the Saudis basically starting a conflict in Yemen and caused, and, and what that did in 2004 is the conflict and Yemen, basically when Saudis start attacking Yemen, Backed by the United States, you basically had a scenario where there was a significant loss of life. Now, the Yemeni coalition, or sorry, the Yemeni Houthis, what they've done is they've actually made a significant amount of progress. So, you know, this whole notion where the people try to give this idea that the Yemeni Houthis are some kind of fringe operation in Yemen is actually untrue. They've taken most of Yemen. 
They've taken the majority of it. Their last stranglehold of the current Yemeni government, they were basically close to it. Um, and what and it's called Marib. And what happened was they kind of start talking about a peace treaty in 2022 with the Saudis. There was uh, and the US. Uh, so it was basically with the US a peace treaty. And what's recently happened is because they've got even more people who joined the Yemeni Houthis, they've started basically taken they've surrounded Marib. And so and even the leader of the Yemeni government is not even in Yemen anymore. So they've taken most of it. They're basically de facto the actual government of Yemen, if you look at it, because they've taken most of it. They've control taken control of most of the strongholds. Just so people understand, because there's this kind of idea that people are trying to give that the Yemeni Houthis are some kind of fringe operation in Yemen. They've taken most of Yemen. And the reason they and the reason the Saudis have been trying to take them out is because of again. U.S. foreign policy because they want to make sure that the government that is in Yemen is basically controlled by the United Nations, U.S. and so on and so forth. It's led to a nine-year war. They say in estimates that there's going to be, what, two, 377,000 people killed. At the moment, I believe it's a, a lot less than that. And so this is the backdrop of the Yemeni Houthis. And so what happened? They basically start in late October. They start firing, first of all, missiles towards Israel. And then they basically made a more targeted attack. And that was, as you mentioned, in the Red Sea to basically stop any kind of trade. And you have to remember, like there's a significant amount of global trade that occurs in that region. 12% use that those specific trade routes, 12% of the world um, uh, the world uh, trading. And in addition to that, I believe it's $6 billion of oil is traded through that region. So what they're doing is having a significant impact. You saw a possible coalition that tried to stop the Yemeni Houthis and a lot of people within that coalition backed down. Now, there was a recent interaction, direct interaction between the United States and the Yemeni Houthis, which did lead to uh, three ship Yemeni ships being um, attacked, as well as I believe 10 people were killed. So this has caused a significant escalation in terms of what's happening between the US and the Yemeni Houthis. But more than that, the level of economical impact that the Yemeni Houthis are having on global economy, as well as specifically Israeli, Israeli economy, is significant. So you, you mentioned about- US foreign policy. Um, yeah. Do you think that this is calculated? Is this being done on purpose? In terms of the uh, in terms of attack on Yemeni Houthis, for sure. And the reason for that, again, is because they believe that Yemeni Houthis have a coalition or an agreement or they're backed by Iran. And so we know the United States policy against Iran is Israel led, because really, if you look at in reality, and I know you've you've talked about this uh, significantly, Stu, Iran has no issue with the United States. Iran is no threat to the United States. Just look at where they're located. United States have so many bases around Iran anyway. What? Who Iran have a problem with, who Iran are a possible future threat to is Israel. And therefore, in order to, due to the fact that Israel has so much control over the United States, you look at the the basic foreign agents who are part of the uh, Congress, who are part of the Senate, the level of, we saw the Epstein files that recently came out financial control, the level of control that it has on the Western government, United States and my own country, which is the United Kingdom, results in this foreign policy that does not benefit anyone and actually is an antithesis of Western ideology and Western democracy. So uh, Iran, you're saying, does not pose a threat to the American people or America itself. And uh, the Chai Coms, 
that we have been told are the greatest threat to America. It seems that the Chinese don't really pose a threat to America or Americans in the way of a, a physical invasion or, you know, a, a bureaucratic infiltration or occupation. Um, Russia, Vladimir Putin doesn't seem to be posing an immediate threat to the American people or to America's national security interests. And furthermore, um, radical Islamic extremists that we have been programmed to believe took our towers down in New York City on September 11th don't really seem to be infiltrating, other than Ilhan Omar, uh, our government in any way either. So when you look at this objectively, it seems that there's only one nation state on the entire planet, 6,000 miles away, that seems to have this kind of influence. So who's benefiting from all of this? Are the American people benefiting by any of this? The American people aren't benefiting whatsoever. And just to jump onto your point at the end where you talked about Islamic extremism. So look, I'm not going to fake it. There is definitely extreme Islamic extremism around, right? But it's much more smaller than it is being portrayed. But more worse than that, where is it coming from? It's literally coming from the very people that we're talking about. It's coming from Israel. It's coming from the United States in terms of their backing of Saudi. So if you look at some of these extremist groups, for example, ISIS, um, again, Israel control, Israel, Israel um, basically created them. And they basically. Wait, Israel created ISIS? Explain that. Yeah. So basically, what is ISIS? So ISIS is. So we had basically Syria, and Syria was controlled by Bashar al Assad. And Bashar al Assad basically held the country really well. If you look at it, it was a beautiful country. They, but they, what was their foreign policy? It was anti Israel. They were against the Israeli government. And so what they did was to cause a rebellion in Syria. They caused a rebellion in Syria. They tried to basically, and they destroyed Syria. And how did they do it? Through these rebellious groups. One of these rebellious groups was ISIS. ISIS was funded by the West. ISIS was, uh, um, in terms of man weapons, the weapons were given by the West. And if you look at ISIS itself, it was backed by Israel. They gave them a huge amount of support. If you look at ISIS themselves, Islamic extremists, yet they're in that region and they don't attack the very one country that allegedly is a problem. A co you know, they say it's a religious war, which it isn't. But the very one country, Israel, they don't attack Israel, but they attack Israel's enemy, which is Bashar al-Assad. They upheal Bashar al-Assad. And if you look at now, the fact that that country was destroyed, Bashar was one of the main supporters of, of Palestine. And you basically, they have successfully taking him out so if you look at this current situation Bashar hasn't done anything to support them he's not been able to because all con own country is in ruins he's in conflict within his own country and so this if you look at it there's only one country that benefited from that that was Israel if you look at as well Saudi Arabia you mentioned the September the 11th who were the people involved it was Al-Qaeda Osama bin Laden again links to uh, Israel United States you had a Saudi Arabia who United States have a a peace agreement with if there's any country if you look at it as a muslim country the countries that actually have an alliance with the united states with israel is saudi so again saudi is involved and as well as with israel so even if you look at israel all of these allegedly islamic extremist backed groups are created by the very same people so this is the problem that we have in the dichotomy in terms of the argument there is no threat in terms of that this is just like fake propaganda in order to scare people you saw it for example when they claimed that there was an accident on the U.S.-Canada border. And immediately they start claiming that these people had Iranian passports and they were Iranian passports. And then we found out they were just a normal American couple, weren't even Muslim, and they'd had a car accident going to a casino. So this fear, 
and hatred that they want to cause is propaganda based because what's the best way of controlling and manipulating manipulating people it's by causing fear and that's what they're doing uh fear will make people do things that they wouldn't normally do it's the only emotion other than love i think that'll make people do things that they wouldn't normally do um so prior to the installation of uh, a ostensibly homosexual man that presents himself as a Jew called Volodymyr Zelensky in Ukraine, there was a democratically elected administration there that it looks like our CIA helped to effect a violent coup against to remove that leadership that both sides agreed was democratically elected and that the vote was fair. Was that administration presenting anti-Israel policy as well? So again, the perfect example. If you look at Zelensky, the new regime that's been put in place, they are very clearly pro-Israel. I mean, he even wanted to go immediately to Israel as soon as the uh, uh, immediately after October the seventh. They obviously one of the few good decisions they made was to basically say no to him. Like, no, we don't want to have any kind of relation to you because he they knew this smart after no that look there are people who claim in the United States that America first, and yet they were starting to go against this idea of funding Ukraine. But one thing they will never do is to go against the idea of funding Israel because obviously the US and UK government is completely occupied. In the UK, our government is completely Zionist controlled, Rishi Sunak. And we already know who's going to be the new prime minister of the United Kingdom. It's going to be Keith Starmer. And he is Zionist backed. And he's been backed for the last 10, 15 years. Everybody knew he was going to be the prime minister specifically for being a Zionist. So already they control these governments. So coming back to Ukraine, 100%, the government prior was not uh, basically um, holding the U- US and Israel foreign uh, policy. And when I say US, I don't mean US because we know US is occupied. It's decision making in terms of foreign policy is completely controlled by Israel. And so, and so this has nothing to do with the American people. I have a lot of respect for people such as yourself and many others who want to put America first because by putting America first, it means putting the world first because I live in the UK. I love the UK. It's the best country to live in. I was born here. My, my grandfather came here, helped rebuild it after World War II. We love this country. We love the ideas. But if you look at it, even the ideas of the West that we love is not becoming those ideas. So when my dad, my granddad came to the United Kingdom, as an example, he came with the idea that it was monotheistic ideas. It was religious values. It was values that we all agree with. And if you look at now, what are British values? If you Well, we we know if you look at in schools, because remember, whatever British values is purported and taught in schools. So the first thing that the Department of Education check in schools is, do you? uphold British values? What do they check if you agree with LGBTQ education, if you agree with transgender education? And these ideas have been put in place by the Zionist regime. And if you look at, for example, media, it's been perpetuated by that. So if you look at it holistically, the only reason I'm saying this, because I know your your audience, just for people to understand, I agree with the idea of America first, because it means putting the world first. So a lot of people don't understand a lot of what we're talking about here. And I have a lot of questions, even internally from people that do research for this show that because they've just, they, they don't, they never imagined this being possible. So in terms that people, moms and dads with their children sitting at the dinner table can understand how does all of this affect daily life here in America and why should we be concerned about it? So what if they're Jewish? Who cares? Yeah, it's a very good question. Look, 
a prime example is when we saw what happened in COVID and the lockdowns, many of us knew immediately what the result is going to be. People are going to struggle financially. People are going to struggle to be able to put the electricity on, put the bills on, to pay their bills, to get jobs. And then we saw the same thing in the Ukraine-Russia war. And this is the exact same thing that is going to happen now. In And we had it in Brexit as well. But in addition to that, what you've, you're also going to see it in terms of this uh, Israel war, the financial backing, the financial support that, that is being given to that country. What does it result in, in the average American, the, the average bit? The first thing it does is, you unfortunately, people are going to start living in cardboard boxes. And I always said, look, the people who are supporting this, they deserve it. Because if you're supporting this, then deal with the consequences. And the consequences won't be to Israel. It won't be to the rich and wealthy. It won't be to the military industrial complex who are financially benefiting, just like they did in COVID, just like they did in Ukraine and Russia. It will be the average American, the average Brit who is struggling, who won't be able to pay ends meet when you're seeing businesses close down. You go to London now, certain areas that used to be vibrant, they're all closed down. People just can't afford it. Businesses, small businesses can't afford it. And that's what you're going to see. But also what you're going to see is the corrosion of our values, corrosion of the monotheistic values that we all hold dear, the destruction of society. You're seeing a population collapse in real time of the white populace. And what's the reason for it? It is because of this ideology, because what is the game of the Zionists? And I want to explain this to your audience just so they understand what is going on. Because they may be like, why do they want to do this? It makes no sense. Well, the reason is this. In their minds, they believe that they've been oppressed for a significant period of time. And that culminated in World War II. And they thought, you know what? We're not going to allow this to happen again. Who are our biggest threats? It's Christians, who are largely white, and Muslims. These people can oppress us again. So what do we do about it? We need to control things and make sure that these two people who make up four billion of the world, two thirds of the world population, never ever oppress us. So what do we do? We create a foreign policy and bomb all the countries in the Middle East. You bomb them, you destroy them. Now they're never going to have the, the military capability, the financial capability to ever, ever control, have an, control a country to ever attack us. But then what do we do with that? We create a refugee crisis. The refugee crisis goes to the West. Now, the West are countries that can also have a problem to us. We can create a refugee crisis, but also their values are highly problematic because if they hold dear to them, they're going to have large families. If they hold dear to them, they're not going to be agreeing with all these ideologies that are impacting them. They're going to continue to be a threat. We need to destroy their populace as well. And so what they're doing is through the Hollywood industry, through the media industry, you saw it in real time destroying monotheistic values through LGBTQ agenda, through feminism, through liberalism. And so if you look at it, I can give the United Kingdom as an example, because you guys in the United States are slightly behind us. It came to us first. We we were impacted first and then it comes because it goes to Scandinavia first, then the UK and then the US. So if you look at the UK, the Christian populace in the UK just 10 years ago was 75% roughly. You know what it is now, Stu? 45%. They're a minority in a country that fought wars for Christianity. They fought wars against the Vikings. They fought wars against the Saxons. They fought wars against the Romans. This country, all them wars over thousands of years, couldn't destroy this country, couldn't take Christianity away. In 10 years, it's been taken away by the Zionists through the media. Who who are the Zionists? Define these people, please. Of course. So Zionism is 
basically extre an extremist ideology that came out of Judaism. So just like you have Islamic extremists that came out of Islam and have an extreme methodology, but they're only a very small minority. In Zionist, Zionist extremism is a larger proportion of Judaism, even though it's not all of Judaism. And what this ideology did is to say that, look, they made it look like to you and me, we just want a homeland. And to us, we're like, yeah, fine. Like, if you want a homeland, no problem. As long as you don't oppress people, as long as you don't kill people, as long as you don't steal their land, which is what they're doing, then fine, you can have a homeland as long as it's there. But it's not about that. It is this ideology what I'm talking about, which is domination of the world to control it, to ensure that these two people, the Christian populace and the Muslim populace, never, ever arrested them. And the way of doing that is to dominate them and control them. Well, couldn't that be viewed as like a, a, a national, nationalist, you know, uh, perspective? I mean, if somebody were threatening the United States, we would expect our military to take action. We would expect, you know, for them to protect the American people. So why are these bad people for just wanting to protect themselves from being oppressed? So there would be, if it was a national, first of all, they're not even a nation anyway. So the, first of all, they need to create a nation. And they're creating a nation by oppressing people. So even that's not acceptable. But let's say they were. So any nation that wants to put their country first, no problem whatsoever. That makes a lot of sense. But you're never allowed to do it to oppress others. So, for example, if you said to me, look, I want to put the United States interest first. That means foreign policy. We're not going to start bombing and killing people. I'd be like, yeah, brilliant. I love that policy. But if you said my national policy is I want to destroy every single country in the world just so America be first. Now you're the bad guy. You're the evil guy because you're literally saying in order to put your country first, you're going to destroy every other country. You're going to destroy every other religion, every other nation. That's the the epitome of evil. Okay, so let's let's just say that all of that is happening. Why would America support that kind of an offensive? Well, this is the thing. They should never support them because if you look at the United but States- But clearly America, we are. I mean, this is our greatest yeah. ally. We're, we're told this over and over again. Uh, yeah. or members of Congress are saying this, members of our Senate, the, the, the fake administration. For, for decades, we've always said this. So why? Why, why are we supporting this you know, uh, destruction and unnecessary death, ethnic cleansing, genocide? Why, why, are we, why are we supporting this? Yeah, so they're only, and not just that, also the destruction of the, of the West as well. But why? So we, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. How, how can... How can we make sense of this to the American people and why largely I, I would say the American people support Israel. Why? What, what is the reason for this? Is there any logical explanation? Yeah, there is. There is. So how do you control the minds and thoughts of people which result in support? Well, propaganda. We, we've discussed propaganda, that. Propaganda. Yes. And repeated gaslighting media. and programming and brainwashing. Yes, exactly. of course. Exactly. Through media, through programming. And so how do you do that? You do it through the media and through the military industrial complex and the deep state. And these people, these Zionists control all of that in the West. How does it, what's the proof? Can you if identify, you look, I know that you've explained what a Zionist is. Yeah. Can you identify anybody by name? Like, are there people that are more destructive or leading this effort that we can actually name? Yeah, look, Blinken is a prime example. He has links to the very person that who's Ep the Epstein files as an example. He has links to Epstein. Or, for example, you've got Victoria Newland. These are just some examples. If you look at the United States, if you look at the Congress, 
that a large proportion of people within the Congress are made up of people. Now, I don't mean the majority, because obviously there's also Christian Zionists as well. But again, Christian Zionists, again, I have there's a complex reason why that came up and ended up being become supporters of Zionism, which you probably know about. But separate to that, when you look at it, there's a large proportion of people, both in the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, who are essentially foreign agents. You've got people who've got dual nationality or dual control. And this is my point. So my position is, in order for the United States to ensure that there aren't foreign agents in Congress, in the Senate, there should be nobody in those positions who hold dual citizenship or even have the right to return. Because what these people can do and are doing is they may either they've got dual citizenship, which is a problem anyway. You've got Israeli citizenship and you've got U.S. citizenship. And then you're basically causing propaganda and destroying, you know, causing the foreign policies that basically are not. Who has in, who has dual citizenship? Um, so uh, there's a huge list. I don't know the names at the top of my head. There's a large number. I can get that to your audience. But there's a large number of both within the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. OK, so you're saying have, United States Congress people. Uh, United yeah. States senators, and and yeah. I, I don't know why that's legal. I don't I don't think that that should be a thing. But how do you get Israeli citizenship if it's not even really a country? Well, this is the thing. If you have some form of Jewish ancestry, you automatically get the right to return. What the right to return means is just based on that, the very fact that you're Jewish, you automatically get citizenship of Israel. And so this is the problem because just think about it. First of all, we talked about dual citizenship. We talked about people who've got both passports. But what about someone who's just got a United States passport? What this person can do is they could basically go to U.S., impact their policy that benefits Israel. And once they've caused their destruction, get their Israeli citizenships later. That's why I'm saying anybody who has the right to return or has dual citizenship should not be part of U.S. politics. U.S. politics should just be for Americans who only have the allegiance to America. And so then some people may counter this and say, look, isn't your policy a bit racist? Because what that then means is you're basically saying no Jewish person should ever be part of U.S. politics. But then there's an easy way of rectifying that. Israel removed their racist, supremacist, the Jewish supremacist uh, policy of the right to return which is only for Jewish people, irrespective of you basically were have some ancestry from a thousand years ago and you've never ever been to Israel and no, no one no one from your lineage has for a thousand years, that you automatically get the right to return. If they remove that, that's one example of a way from a politics perspective where you can remove this foreign agents from United States politics. Does the FBI have the tapes, the Epstein tapes? In, stem, in terms of the Epstein files, we know and I'm not talking about the list or the files. I'm talking about the tapes. The FBI has yeah. them, don't they? Of course. If you look at if you look at the so Epstein- why why would the American people not be putting pressure on this elite federal bureau of investigation, this law enforcement entity, this agency, to be hunting down and prosecuting these people who raped and molested and sacrificed and killed and trafficked in the sexual behavior of young children? for the purpose of blackmail and bribery against high-ranking government officials here, purportedly by what, what you call Zionists. Why, why wouldn't the FBI be chasing down these people who raped and murdered children? Well, the reason is simple. 
because they don't want you to know the level of control that these people have over. So you're saying that the FBI is doing the bidding of Israel? Not just the FBI, not just the CIA, not just, uh, for example, the NSA, not just MI6 or MI5. These Zionists have control over all of the intelligence agencies. And what's the reason for it? When you said high-ranking officials, it's important to even highlight who they are. We're talking not just about high-ranking. We're talking about the presidents of countries. We're talking about the prime ministers of countries. Bill Clinton is a president. Tony Blair is a prime minister. Prince Andrew is a royalty. But listen, if you look at this, mm. even Epstein files that have come out, it's the names that we already knew. We already knew these names. Alan Dershowitz is another Zionist. We knew about all these names already. There's nothing new. And that's the real reason why they don't want the tapes out because the tapes will give us names and visuals of people who or we don't already know. So even if you look at what's happened in the Epstein file, it's almost like a psyop because in reality, we know the names of all those people. We knew it before. And because, again, it shows the level of impact they have. So Jeffrey Epstein, for your audience, had and G Giselle Maxwell are Mossad. They are Israeli intelligence. And then the question becomes, if they're doing the things that they're doing, which they are, who are they doing it for? This argument that Jeffrey Epstein was a random guy who wanted to control the world leaders makes no logical sense whatsoever. Who did he want to control them for? Who did he want to control Bill Gates for? Who did he want to control the most powerful people in the world for? For Israel. Because that's one mode of control. One mode is finances. And people. that's why people say, look, when it comes to financially, they're not the most financially wealthy country. So how are they able to have control? So these are methods that they deployed. It's power. It's controlled through this way. It's controlled through the media. It's controlled through Hollywood. That's how they were able to control or have control over the United States and the United Kingdom and the various Western democracies and intelligence agencies, even in those countries. And the way they try and counter it is to say, look, it's not that it's basically that these countries, these intelligence agencies work together. But again, there's significant evidence to show that when it comes to the other way around, the United States and the UK aren't privy to Israeli intelligence. They didn't even know about many of the actions that Israel will conduct. For example, if you look at the attack just happened now a couple of weeks ago, not a couple of weeks ago, just last week, in Beirut, where senior Hamas officials were taken out, the US said we weren't told before. We were told when it was happened, when it actually happened. So this, when we're talking about intelligence, intelligence is only happening one way, which is, our countries are letting them know what our intelligence is because they control them. But the other way around, these guys are like, we ain't going to tell you because we are superior. We are going to take out whomever we want, even if it escalates to World War Three, which that incident could have. But lucky that Hezbollah and Iran basically did everything in their power to ensure they didn't react aggressively in the same manner that, uh, manner that Israel have. But, and they basically ensured that World War III didn't happen because that could have been significant escalation. Because we saw in Gaza, in terms of what happened October the 7th, it's largely been debunked. The claims about beheaded babies, the claims about rape, the, all of it's been debunked now. So what, a few hundred people died? Many of, maybe five, 600 people. And remember, those five, 600 civilians who died, they're not even a large proportion, they're not civilians. Because according to international law, reservists, are also not considered civilians when it comes to conflict. So we don't even know the real number of civilians. There might only be a few hundred. And look at the reaction. They've already killed 
22,000 people, 23,000 people, largely children. As you said earlier, they've carpet-bound Gaza and destroyed the Gaza. What they're doing, as you said, is an international war crime and an extreme overreaction for the number of civilians who actually were killed. And the number that were intentionally killed is probably just a handful. Compare that to Hezbollah and Iran's reaction to the terrorist attacks that have happened in their countries by Israel. It, they've essentially ensured that there isn't World War III, despite this country, Israel, trying everything in their powers, including bombing Syria and bombing various other countries to ensure that there is a World War III. So, Iman, I've got a couple of minutes left, like two. I, I, I want your opinion because I respect it. How, how do you think this ends? This ends based on what you just said earlier on. I think you just hit the nail on the head. The real plan for Israel is to ethnically cleanse Gaza, to take complete control of it, send these people to Sinai and make sure that they have the whole land. And again, just imagine that. Because they keep saying, why don't other countries take them? But why should they take them? They're Palestinian. They should stay in Palestine. It's like me saying now that in the United Kingdom, Christians are now the minority. I'm now going to send them to Poland. That would be the most evil thing ever. Britain is for the British. And Christians, sorry, UK is a Christian country. And so to just say that they should move and they should go to another country is the most asinine argument ever. Because in reality, that country is for those people. So Palestine is for the Palestinians. They should not be removed. It's not the responsibility of any other country to try and take them or remove them from the land. And if you ask them, they just want to stay in their own country. But this is the plan. The plan is to take the whole of the land and to have it for themselves. And we know this evidence through leaks of Israeli intelligence. We've got evidence from the WikiLeaks and Biden's own financial document, which again is money coming out of the pockets of the American people, is allocated for the displacement of these people. And that's on page 60 of the budget. It sounds pretty grim. Uh, does it lead to violence and death of children here in America? Anything is possible. And I'll explain why. Because when you basically have a scenario where you've basically killed an entire populace, destroyed an entire populace, removed them from their land, killed their parents, killed their children, killed their brothers and sisters, the psychology is what's going to be, what will be the actions of that one person who's left on his own and has nothing to live for. So I uh, probably less so United States, but definitely there, I do believe there is a likelihood that there will be repercussions to Israel. Suleiman Ahmed, um, thank you so much. Uh, people can follow you on X or Twitter or whatever we're calling it these days. You host some incredibly informative spaces there. I've been a part of several of them. Uh, I really enjoy listening to your takes, and I think that it's valuable information that everybody should understand. We are a world in peril right now, and um, it, it, it's, I mean, we, we are an occupied nation at this point that you know, is not doing the bidding of the American people or putting America first. I don't understand the levers of control completely. I don't understand why, you know, there's this 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 nation state that's 6,000 miles away that controls the interests of the foreign policy of many countries. We're going to get to the bottom of it, and we have to defeat those enemies. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Stu. We say it all the time on this program. We don't have a government. No, we have a rogue, murderous corporate crime syndicate. We don't have any representation in Washington, D.C. But look around. Banks all over the place are collapsing. And then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. Biden says 
taxpayers won't pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? The Fed prints the money to cover the losses, which will cause more inflation, or they just get the money from the Treasury. Either way, you're paying for it. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Simple. Protect your wealth with physical gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now, just like I'm doing. I get my gold and silver from Gold Co. Call them today, please, 855-706-GOLD. Learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Again, that number is 855-706-GOLD. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep, and focus? Invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. The Purge is our solution. Purge Suddenly offers a unique blend of 17 detoxifying ingredients, including black walnut hull and wormwood, scientifically proven to not only kill parasites, but to destroy and flush them out. If you've never gone through a parasite cleanse or didn't do it the right way, our proven formula prepares you for a complete and total victory. Increased alertness, weight loss, and clear skin are just a few of the potential benefits customers have reported back. Kill the parasites, destroy their eggs, and build a big, beautiful wall inside your body to keep them out. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now. You all know that I love Magnesium Breakthrough. It's been a life changer for me. My sleep, my mood, my relaxation. So for those of you that have never tried it, now's your chance because this month only, you can get a free bottle of this best-selling full-spectrum supplement that contains all seven forms of magnesium that your body craves in exactly the right balance. By Optimizers, the people who make this Magnesium Breakthrough are offering a 14-day sleep challenge. So for all of you in Stew Crew, you get a free 14-day supply. All you have to do is pay some nominal shipping fee. That's it. No other strings attached, no other purchase required. The challenge is simple. Try Meg Breakthrough for 14 days. See all the positive changes I just mentioned. If your sleep and energy are not absolutely rocking by the end of 14 days, you've lost nothing. But if they are, your life is back on track. Get your free bottle. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Enter the coupon code Peters 10 That's it. Look, they wouldn't be letting me give these bottles away if they weren't 100% confident how effective it is. And again, this is now on the short list of supplements that I absolutely have to have every day. Get your free 14-day supply right now, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. I really wish I didn't have to bring you more concerning news, especially if you're dealing with gum bleeding or teeth issues or bad breath. Let me just ask you, do you know the exact ingredients that your toothpaste contains? Probably not. This might come as a real shock, but a lot of these toothpaste brands are detergent-based. So that means that these toothpastes are trying to remove grime off of your teeth using the same aggressive procedures that bleach uses to remove stains off of your white t-shirt. Sounds healthy. So because of all of this, the toxic ingredients in these common dental products like SLS or sodium fluoride are wiping out the population of good bacteria in your mouth. So in turn, that means this allows the bad bacteria to take over and eat at your gums and teeth. It actually explains why teeth can strive for thousands of years outside of the mouth while in our mouths, they get ruined by plain chocolate. Good news. ProDentum is a completely natural and 100% effective probiotic candy created by Dr. Drew Sutton. It gathers five scientifically proven extra strong strains, combining a total of 3.5 billion good bacteria into one revolutionary probiotic soft candy that rebuilds your oral flora, allowing you to regain your smile. 
The soft probiotic candy has already been tried by more than 150,000 people with amazing results. Time to put an end to all of your gum and teeth problems. Find out more about ProDentum by going to ProDentum.com slash stew. Again, that's ProDentum.com slash stew. The older we get, the less IGF is produced by our body naturally. When you're born, you have tons of IGF. That's why we feel great in our 20s. Well, the great news is you can replenish it. Just like multivitamins that you take every day, you can supplement the natural levels of IGF in your body. You can do that with clinically proven IGF-1 Plus from Neutronics Labs. This is the stuff that helps you to regain the IGF levels and feel great. You spray it in your mouth a couple times a day, boom, guess what? Lean muscle gain, healthy weight loss, more restful sleep, positive energy gain, crystal clear thinking, all of these things. There's a reason why athletes and celebrities like Mario Lopez and Stallone are big fans of this product. These are all benefits from the proper levels of IGF in your system, which naturally you just lose over time. Go do the research on your own at getigf1.com. Great deals over there, by the way, when you put the product on auto ship, and you should. It's not a lifetime contract. You can cancel it anytime. But you should try this stuff for at least 90 days to really see the positive gains. Use code STU to save 50% and buy one, get one free with auto ship. Order right now at getigf1.com. Again, that's getigf1.com. Owen Benjamin has been on the program before, a good friend of the program, actually. He said the other day that Vivek Ramalama Deep State Ramaswamy Ding Dong uh, could never be president or should never be president because he's not American. Well, that, of course, triggered a whole lot of Indians and then triggered a whole lot of content from Owen Benjamin, who joins us now. Uh, so your take on this is that, you know, we're going to get another Obama or somebody that's not American born or, you know, somebody who really won't put America first. And my take on this Vivek Ramaswamy is that he's kind of like this AI, you know, downloading all of the conservative America first talking points and then just regurgitating them as if he's trying to position himself as like a Donald Trump, you know, VP selection uh, so that we could have a diversity pick number one and, you know, number two, like satisfy the base in these fake elections that we're having. Yeah, absolutely. You, you absolutely just nailed it. I mean, he's running a con. He's doing con man strategies where you just agree with everything the other person wants. So it's like they're looking into their reflection. It's like a narcissist trait. And then you just start guiding them. And the thing about him not being American that I want people to understand, because I know that th- there's this immediate response like, oh, how dare you? You think you have special blood? It's about, uh, I came up with a new term called hyphenated Americans, and it's a trick. It's like trans woman. Why not just say woman if you're a woman? Because you're not. You're trans woman. Like, that's a different thing. Indian American. Like, his identity is uh, Indian. And so the thing that these people will do is whenever they're criticized, and he has already run a pharmaceutical pump and dump, like he is running scams. And their culture is very, very okay with scams and lies. Like, that's a fact, you know. And uh, when he's criticized, he'll say, oh, that's just bigotry, racist, white supremacy, blah, blah, blah. It's just a way to hide. I was just doing a video to let people know I was doing your show. And I told the story about the guy I bought my land off of. Thickest Cajun accent ever. He's just like, man, I'm not one of them country boy, blah, blah, blah. And he's clearly Japanese, like he has ethnic Japanese heritage, but he's not hyphenated. Like he's not like, he's not like as a Japanese American, he's just super Southern, you know, he's just like, I'm a country boy that like to be in the country. Like he doesn't, if you, it's almost like that uh, Dave Chappelle sketch where if I told him he was Japanese, he'd be like, well, the Japanese. Like, and I'm like, so it's not because Vivek 
has brown skin, although it's not ideal, but it's that he's hyphenated. And they'll hide behind it, just like Pete Buttigieg with a gay American. Oh, as a gay American, you're just mad that all the trains are derailing because you hate my sodomy. No. And Americans have to start getting way, way better at maintaining our superior culture. Like these people defecate in the streets. They they claim there's 33 goddesses in a cow's uh, butt. I'm not kidding. They brush their teeth with it. Yeah, uh, check this out. Here it is. This is not this is not hyperbolic. This is not being yeah. made up. Look at this. We Indians believe that uh, 33 types of gods that are uh, in the cow's body. This is the goddess of uh, wealth that is Lakshmi. She is staying here at the place where cow dung comes out. So in a way, there is wealth in the utilization of cow dung. And utilize it, they do. Every day, over 6,000 pounds of the stuff comes out of these cows. From which the clinic makes health and beauty products. This is a cow dung. It all gives a very soothing effect on the skin. These sacred stools are used to produce cosmetic must-haves, like cow dung soap. We had been receiving phone calls from beauty parlors from Canada and from many places. And the poop pièce de résistance, a product to test the faith of the most devoted bovine devotee, cow dung tooth powder. All right, I've, I've had enough of this. I, I can't anymore. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, it, they're, they're lathering themselves in cow poop and the, brushing their teeth with it. This is proudly. disgusting. Proudly. And that's the thing I want people to understand is it's that they're proud of it. It's like, you'll see on my Twitter, there's a bunch of Indians that think what I'm saying is hilarious because they know they're like, yeah, it's gross. Like that's you're you're crushing these guys. But there's a bunch of them that are like, oh, how dare you, you, you American, you. And I'm not even going to uh, deface or defile your show with what they've been saying, but it is horrifying. They think that I'm being white, like that white supremacy is asking them to flush a toilet. I'm not kidding. And so if you want to let these people into, into our offices, into our businesses, and I know a lot of people that hire these guys in uh, tech, and they're just nightmares. Like they just lie all the time about what they're accomplishing. It doesn't get done. The company fails. And then it's because of your racism and your bigotry. And yeah. the thing about America, yeah, and we're so not racist that it's an Achilles heel where it's like, we always want uh, to, to judge people on their competence, on their morality, on their character. Like we're not this title-driven, materialistic uh, culture. And because of that, they know that and they try and exploit us with that. And Because they're, I mean, they have a cast called the Untouchables. If you look at a cast system, they put like a dot on a woman's head. Like they put a sticker on a woman's forehead to, to, uh, to let everyone know, do you treat them like a dog or do you kiss up to them? It's a horrifyingly quote unquote racist society. So when they say that about us, it's, it's laughable. Why are know? Americans and, 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 you know, generally America, why are we so tolerant of these disgusting, you know, rituals and I mean, bathing in, in, in cow and, and brushing your teeth with it is, is absolutely disgusting. And we should be vehemently rejecting that and saying, no, we don't do that in America. Why are we like, so watered down and, and, and so tolerant of this? Like, wh how, where did this yeah, happen? It's the mythology of the paper American and it's used to exploit everybody. And it started in like the sixties. It's not even that old, like the melting pot and, and uh, the Kennedys with all their, their immigration acts and all that. 
And and they've just beaten it down into people's heads that you have to be tolerant of every disgusting thing in the world when our country was founded on rejecting that, you know, and it's and we really got to get back to that mindset because we don't it's not a race to the bottom. We don't have to accept that in Hinduism, a widow was burned on a pyre of cow dung uh, after if their husband died. It's like horrifying. And yeah, there was times in European history where people were not clean and people needed corrections and all that. I'm not even saying it's a racial situation, but it's like their culture and Vivek is openly okay with that. He's like, oh yeah, I'm a Hindu. I'm a vegetarian Hindu. Oh really? I've seen your statues where, where you have a woman having sex with a horse. Uh, care to comment? And then they're like, oh, what's supremacy? What's supremacy? It's like, no. You guys have a fertility ritual about a woman having sex with a horse. You make statues of it and you put it in your temples and there's no bathroom. You poop everywhere. Care to comment? And so it's one thing if they have completely rejected their horrifying culture (laughs) and they've they've accepted our superior culture. (laughs) And that's why they come here for all the money. They come here. They, they make all this money because our culture is clean, it's superior, it's honest, it's based on morality. And then they run back to their the devil's anus there, the sub-incontinent, and that's it. That's what they do. And, and, like, and to see these based right-wingers be like, oh, Vivek is great. He's going to get rid of the FBI. I'm like, I bet he wants to because he's a financial criminal. Have you looked into the, yeah, it's like, yeah, of course he wants to get rid of the people that will arrest him for his pharmaceutical schemes. Yeah, but will they, will they though? I mean, they're too busy locking people up over January 6th. Check this out. Here's, here's uh, Vivek Ramalama Deep State. This might be controversial to say, but I think that when I saw the disgrace that unfolded at the footsteps of the Capitol on January 6th, I I cried. I was in tears when I watched on television that day. Yeah. Um, what a what, what an absolute disgrace that there are America first conservatives that are aligning with this guy and saying he's saying all the right things. What if they throw Trump in jail? This should be our president. Uh, everybody go, go get your toothbrush. I, I don't. I can't. Uh, I can't wrap my head around where we are as a country, Owen. And I think that you, you're hitting the nail right on the head. But people just they don't want to listen to it. I mean, you want to talk about. Uh, the, the disgusting habit. Look at the food that these people eat. I mean, th- this is the, the things that these people do, the things that these people say. Uh, this is this is just insanity, Owen. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like they're shameless. So all these based right wingers. So so Vivek, Vivek the snack, the Vivek the snake is saying that that he wept watching january 6th and not watching people get arrested that wasn't what he was weeping about no he was weeping about the threat to democracy he was weeping about people petitioning the government to redress their grievances taking a guided selfie tour through a capital at the hands of police officers and uh, wasn't crying over the murders at the hands of the capitol police yeah exactly it's insane but now he's the most base guy ever who's gonna go after the go after uh, dude they eat poop like they eat who like they're unapologetic about it. Here's like, some, here's oh, here, I, 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 you're not lying. I want to show some Indian food. Here we go. <laughs> the look on this guy's face. He doesn't even want to eat this stuff. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Is this what people want for American culture? I mean, is this, is this really what they want? Do, do you really believe that people are at home going, I really support this guy and, you know, I'd like to eat that myself? I'm not racist. I can mark myself safe from being a racist today because I would eat that. <laughs> Our mutual Vox Day said that, that plumbing was at stake, and I did not believe him a few years ago. He said, indoor plumbing is at stake if people don't start understanding what a nation means and understanding about, you know, policing or And I actually see it now because now these bobbleheads are like, oh, but look at San Francisco. You got the poop. I'm like, yeah, because you guys came and pooped everywhere. You have homeless drug addicts in America that do defecate on the street. Yes. You guys, like your CEOs do it. Like you guys are like, oh, yes. And I'm like, dude, a toilet is not white supremacy. And they'll be like, oh, but I'm making $60,000 a day, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, a toilet is $100 on Craigslist. I would set up a charity called Tandoori Toilets, where we crowdfund to get these people just a simple to- That's all we ask. That's all we ask. We ask that you stop with the lying and the naked corruption and that you, you use a toilet because that's where the disease comes from. The disease comes from the poop in the water, and they don't realize that. They're like, oh, the eight-armed woman is giving me bad uh, fever. It's like, no, it's because you're eating cow poop. (laughs) And I have cows. I know it makes soil. Like, I'm not against manure. It's just you got to let it sit for a year. You can't even put it in a garden. It's so, like, filled with, like, not chemicals, so filled with, like, uh, intense elements. You know, and these people are like, oh, my friend, I rub it up. And this is one thing I'll tell the Hindus. If you're going to rub poop all over your face and run for public office in America, get thicker skin. Because the amount of offended people I've seen on Twitter, I mean, I have so many people that are so triggered. And it's like, dude, I'm making fun of universally crazy behaviors, bestiality, eating poop, lying. Even just the bobbleheading, it makes people dizzy. Like, you don't have to do this all the time. Like, it makes me dizzy. And so the way America has to function is we have to have a majority that corrects the behavior of the people coming in or else uh, there's no magic dirt. I mean, America would just become, you know, Calcutta. What about just accepting the fact that there are some cultures that cannot assimilate? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. You can't be in... Indian Hindu American. It doesn't. It doesn't match. You can't be a Judeo Christian. It, it exactly, does not exactly, match. Exactly. Uh, which I want to talk to you about. But first, I want the viewing audience to see this. Some people are hy- hypothesizing and theorizing as to why I'm making fun of the the Indian Hindus so much. Like, is it about the Maldives? Am I being paid by some political? No, I don't even know where the Maldives are. No one cares. It's the poop eating. And the scamming. I have Telegram, and I suggest you guys follow me there just in case uh, I do get banned from Twitter. It's t.me slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. A little Indian impersonates me there constantly trying to sell Bitcoin. These little Indians call elderly people all the time to scam them out of money. They're, oh, my friend, hello. Oh, my friend. And then, like, American, white, elderly are like, 
Oh, it's a very nice man who, who I, apparently I'm his friend and he needs money. It's just that scummy, disgusting culture that needs to be mocked. And then when I found out that the Indians want nothing more than to get behind old Dandy's here and just fill up their mouth, it started making me think that that might be why their behavior is so bad. It might be parasites, all right? Because I'm around a lot of cow shit, and to eat it is so crazy. And then to put that, and now we have an Indian running for president, talking down to white America, you know, oh, how dare, oh, the, the, the years, the history of oppression. Oh, this terrible history of oppression and white supremacy. Really? I know about Indian culture. I know about the caste system. I know how they treat the poor. I know America is the least racially oppressive place in the world to the point where we're like morons. You know, imagine if a white man was running for prime minister of India. How would that look? How would that look? I mean, exactly. yeah. And don't you bring your Colgate over, over, over here. <laughs> Dude, it's like the they, they'll, they'll, they'll like be opposed to a Tamil running in the wrong area or someone with the last name of uh, Patel, the wrong cat. Dude, imagine just a white guy in India. Like, I'm running for prime minister. They would be like, foreigner, get out of here. You're not Indian. Meanwhile, they come to America and they're like, oh, everybody's American. As long as I have the papers, I eat the poop. It's like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, You know, I think the hypothesis about the parasites is actually the most logical explanation that I've heard. It's why these people act so crazy, because they're just ridden with parasites. Um, by the way, if you, if you have parasites, PurgeSuddenly.com. Go to PurgeSuddenly.com, one of the sponsors on our show, and I take the product. But you do feel a lot better. Hey, um, this is kind of a more serious topic, but I want to talk about these tunnels that have been discovered in New York. And I, I kind of wanted to ask you about this because, you know, just like you're not allowed to talk about Vivek Ramaswamy and rubbing poop on his face and eating it and brushing his teeth with it because you're a white supremacist, you're also not allowed to talk about anything that relates to Jewish people or people who claim to be Jewish or Zionists. And uh, it appears that these tunnels... Uh, you know, we're, we're showing footage of these uh, bed mattresses that are bloodstained that have come out of these things. People are literally, Jewish people are literally crawling out of the sewers. What's happening with this in New York? Well, my theory is that the fact they're bringing in the Indians means the sewers are going to be cleaner than the streets. <laughs> That's my little bit. But uh, I don't know. See, when it first happened, it was almost like so perfect that I stopped and I'm like, this is too good to be true. I mean, I'm looking at like 20 Gargamels climbing out of a sewer in like mainstream media. I'm like, uh, I don't know. And, and I will just say that. I don't know. It's just too easy to be like, oh, human trafficking. Oh, mattress. Oh, there's like a kid's bottle. I, I have, it could just be paranoid Jews because I'm, a, you know, I want some tunnels. Like I think about it all the time. I'm like, I wanted some underground situations. I have no idea. And I think that if I jump to a conclusion right now, it would be, uh, it wouldn't be accurate. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's creepy. It's weird. Well, it's I like, think, I think that the prediction, yeah, I, I think the conclusion is pretty simple. Uh, I think that these people are pedophiles that want to have sex with kids. And I think that they were doing it in the tunnels underneath this synagogue, uh, the world, well, see, that the Shabab is, world see, headquarters. Actually, yeah. You can look in the Talmud. And they do debate about at what age can you have sex with a child? That's where I always, that's why I've always said that about, um, you know, the Talmud, because it's, it's like, 
they're open about it. It's the secret stuff that I like to not know. I, I don't like to make a claim right away, but the stuff they're open about, it's like Hinduism with their fertility rituals with banging a horse. I mean, it's like, that's a statue. They're into that. They're not even denying it. Same in the Talmud when they talk about, uh, you know, as a three-year-old Gentile, like at what age, blah, blah, blah. Like that's in there. So that is on the table. And that's why people can jump to that conclusion because in their religion, uh, there is, you know, talk of sex with children. And so is that what they're doing? They very well could be. And then a lot of Jewish people have been uh, caught doing organ uh, organ trafficking and human trafficking and all this stuff. So, you know, they're capable of it. I just want to know more about it. Somewhat because the media, like relatively mainstream media is, is showing these images. So that's where I have this hesitation where I'm like, what are they up to? Because why would they rat on themselves? It's a, I don't know. It's a, it might be a double blind. I don't know. Yeah, it took a long time for Fox News to even discuss this. I mean, we're talking about the discovery of underground tunnels in the middle of New York City uh, with pe- people crawling out of the sewers. And we're not going to talk about this on the Fox News channel, which tells me the other thing that I found a little curious, too, is uh, if the police are there and they're making arrests and if there's people there that are rioting uh, and if you could potentially have a crime scene here, why are they bringing in cement trucks to like quickly fill these tunnels? Yeah, it's very sneaky and creepy. It could be all, it could be a terrorist plot. It could be anything. You know, think about what a tunnel can accomplish in a city of that magnitude where you could do some really crazy stuff. But I don't know. I don't know what the whole thing is. You know, are they trying to divert attention away from something else? Blah, blah, blah. But tunneling Jews is alarming, especially in a city. It's, it's one thing if it's a root cellar or like, a storm shelter. But if you're just tunneling between buildings and you got mattresses and stuff and you have a book that talks about at what age can you bang a kid? You know, you're not looking great, especially if you're dressed like Gargamel. That's my take. Yeah. And, and this is not um, this. This is again, this is not being hyperbolic. I mean, this stuff was actually said in the Talmud uh, that it's OK for, uh, you know, to have sex with kids as long as they're under the age of nine. I mean, that, this is yeah, this yeah, is yeah. actually written in the Talmud. So I don't know why uh, it's so controversial to point this out. These are the people that they're, they're not they're not hiding from it. They're not saying, no, we don't. This isn't something that we do. Uh, it's printed and they're OK with it and they expect us to be OK with it as well. So I don't know how we could assume that anything above bar was happening below ground in these tunnels. Yeah, and they say that the nations, the Gentiles are uh, are like manure for them to grow from. And that's when it gets really interesting when when the Talmud meets Hinduism, because <laughs> it almost justifies eating Gentiles because they they're like, oh, manure. And the, and the Jews are like, no, it's, it's like we're making soil with it and we grow from the manure. And they're like, oh, buddy, I want to put manure in my mouth. And so it's all pretty gross. The thing I just want people to, to understand is it's not hate to just hold people to a higher standard. And it's not because we hate their blood or it's superiority. It's like, if you're going to promote child sex or poop eating, you really don't have a place in America or else America will become one of these horrible countries. And Trump was right when he called them that, you know, like the, you know, I'm not going to swear on your show, but the, the whole countries, yeah. you know, yep. they're, they're, they're horrible. Like, People think that America, oh, America has so many problems. We do. We have the 
the the schools and the trans kids and and uh, OnlyFans and some homeless people. I get it. But you compare America to like any of these places, and it's it's like the other places are almost like uh, like prison. You know, not excluding like Switzerland and Singapore and some nice places, but and parts of Russia. But uh, you know, it's it's gross, man. It's gross out there. And America should hold strong and keep our values and keep our ability to uh, to uh, criticize and mock bad behavior. Yeah, and I think that there should be superiority. We are a superior nation. We yeah, are yeah, a superior. We are, superior. Uh, we are a superior culture. Uh, and you know the bedrock of America does not uh, does does not fall into uh, diversity. That, that this is not the bedrock of America. No, the bedrock no, of America no. is our culture, and it should be embraced. And people should loudly be proud of this country, and you know bring back some American exceptionalism. You know, and, and be able to mock this and talk about these people and say this is disgusting and this is not what we do here. If you want to eat poop. And, you know, run around in tunnels with nine-year-olds and have sex with them. Please get the hell out of here and go do it somewhere else. Exactly, uh, dude. And, well said. You know, being, being afraid to say that out loud, uh, that means that you're obviously paid by somebody to not say those things. Uh, yeah, because it's so obvious. It's like the victim posture of who's more disgusting to get free stuff is, like, horrible. Yeah, like, have exceptionalism. Try to be the best. Like, you should root for your own people. That's why I was... Joking with a buddy, I'm like, that's why it's called a race. It's like if everyone's competing over who's the best race, everyone wins. It's like, oh, no, we we raise our kids the best. We build the best bridges. We have the best sanitation. It's like, nobody, we have the best sanitation. We have the best. That's a win-win, you know? But when it's everybody is is just trying to be, like, to make their plea for a victimhood so that they get free stuff from the superior culture – you're just going to drag it down like barnacles on a ship, you know? Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. I really appreciate you spending an extended period of time with us. And uh, we, we hope that you'll come back because this is, this is, I think, one of the only platforms, aside from your Telegram and your Twitter account, uh, where you know, like, we'll have these discussions. We will point out the obvious. We will ask yeah, yeah. the questions. What the hell is going on in these tunnels with these Jews? Uh, it seems like nobody else wants to know. Uh, eight, over 8 million children in this country alone every year go missing. And we know that a large majority of them end up in tunnels and get trafficked into sex slavery. Jeffrey Epstein, who, by the way, came from this small little nation state called Israel, 6,000 miles away, that seems to be the priority for everyone in our federal government. Don't talk about it. You're not allowed to. They're, they're, all, they're all freaking out in the, in the control room right now. Don't, don't, don't say it. Give me a break. Owen Benjamin, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. We say it all the time on this program. We don't have a government. No, we have a rogue, murderous corporate crime syndicate. We don't have any representation in Washington, D.C. But look around. Banks all over the place are collapsing. And then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. Biden says taxpayers won't pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? The Fed prints the money to cover the losses, which will cause more inflation, or they just get the money from the Treasury. Either way, you're paying for it. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Simple. Protect your wealth with physical gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now, just like I'm doing. I get my gold and silver from GoldCo. Call them today, please, 855-706-GOLD. Learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Again, that number is 855-706-GOLD. 
Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. Filtersuck.com is the leading manufacturer in filterless air purification systems, whether you're dealing with pollen or mold or dust, shedding from your pet, or vaccinated neighbors' mRNA spike protein shedding. Filtersuck.com has solutions for every scenario, at home, at work, or on the go. Breathe with confidence. Don't let your air suck. Rest well knowing that your home is protected 24-7, so now you can get a unit for your home or a portable unit for on-the-go travel. That's Filtersuck.com. Use promo code STU for 10% off when you go to Filtersuck.com. So it's officially 2024, and that means now is the time to start taking care of your liver more than any other time. Why is that? Well, because the latest data indicates that adults with fatty liver were 3.5 times more likely to have heart failure than those without. And did you know that 100 million Americans have fatty liver? This means that many people are at risk. We throw everything at our livers. Think about it. Cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, Tylenol, statins, cigarettes. That's why so many of us have a sluggish fatty liver that makes us gain weight and lose energy. Well, for decades now, your liver has helped you with over 500 key functions every day. It's time for us to return the favor and start helping our livers. So there's a solution. Liver Health Formula. It's an all-natural supplement which contains 11 clinically proven botanicals that help to recharge and protect your liver. So if you're looking to ignite your fat-burning metabolism, boost your energy, and transform how you look and feel immediately, try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce sugar cravings when you order today. Try Liver Health Formula by going to getliverhelp.com stew and claim your free bonus gift. That's getliverhelp.com stew. Friends, I've got some alarming news. I've learned that over 70% of the power lines in our country, America, are over 25 years old with many approaching the end of their typical 50 to 80 year life cycle. This will have severe consequences for our communities and our families, leaving us completely vulnerable to both power outages and cyber attacks. Coupled with the increasing number of major natural and manufactured disasters that our country is expected to experience in the future, it's no surprise that many Americans are searching for a safe and reliable alternative to traditional generators. Solar power generators are the only way to go, and solar power generators from Goal Zero offer a quiet, fume-free, reliable source of power. They're safe, they're portable, they're maintenance-free. A Goal Zero generator is ideal for all kinds of things, emergencies, camping, off-grid living. Don't wait for these people to manufacture another disaster. Go to survivalistscoop.com slash Peters to secure your family's safety right now. That's survivalistscoop.com slash Peters. You all know that I love Magnesium Breakthrough. It's been a life changer for me. My sleep, my mood, my relaxation. So for those of you that have never tried it, now's your chance because this month only, you can get a free bottle of this best-selling full-spectrum supplement that contains all seven forms of magnesium that your body craves in exactly the right balance. By Optimizers, the people who make this Magnesium Breakthrough are offering a 14-day sleep challenge. So for all of you in Stew Crew, you get a free 14-day supply. All you have to do is pay some nominal shipping fee. That's it. No other strings attached, no other purchase required. The challenge is simple. Try Meg Breakthrough for 14 days. See all the positive changes I just mentioned. If your sleep and energy are not absolutely rocking by the end of 14 days, you've lost nothing. But if they are, your life is back on track. Get your free bottle. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Enter the coupon code Peters 10 That's it. Look, they wouldn't be letting me give these bottles away if they weren't 100% confident how effective it is. And again, this is now on the short list of supplements that I absolutely have to have every day. Get your free 14-day supply right now. Magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters.
So let's face it. Things cannot get much worse in the banana republic that is America. Soon the grid will go down. And maybe you don't want to wait for rogue AI engines to take over or for our justice system to completely collapse. Maybe you want to live off of the grid right now, or you already are. Well, in all of these scenarios, satellite phones can help. These are high-tech, end-of-the-world-proof devices that will keep you and yours connected. We want to tell you a whole lot about this. Eric Talman is with the Satellite Phone Store, and he joins us now for more on this. Uh, Sat123.com slash stew. When people go there, they're going to find your satellite phone. Talk about the importance of having one. Why, why should people really be rushing to get this and what makes yours the best? Well, if you've ever been to any major event or around any type of disaster, you've seen how fragile our networks are here. And, 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 and for the most part, they're the best in the world already, and they're still very fragile. So these satellite phones are crucial for first responders and stuff and people in these kind of critical roles. But actually, we've made them so affordable that regular Americans can have them. So instead of chucking out thousands of dollars for an expensive satellite phone and Faraday bag in case, we've packaged all that together in an easy to kind of you know, get over price. So at that website, sat123.com forward slash stew, you're going to see those packages for a single user, a whole family, and we include all the kit components you need. And so talk about some scenarios where somebody's going to be like, man, I wish I would have got that satellite phone when Stu was offering it. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Maui fires, uh, hurricanes, uh, these are the most common. So, so you're talking about intentional attacks by our government who's declared war on its people. You know, uh, it's not too far-fetched these days to be talking about stuff like that, actually. And to have the ability to communicate outside of the normal controlled cellular networks is a huge advantage to people. So Iridium is the only constellation uh, up there that's going to give people a true telephone and text capability. It's not internet. It's not doing any type of social media or games. It's not tracking you. It doesn't even have GPS. Really? It's just a connection to the satellite so you can get a phone call or a text message in or out. So do they come with their own phone numbers and and you don't have to go subscribe to to one of these phone carriers or anything like that? That's correct. Yeah, we provision um, unique phone numbers for our customers so they can either take a regular satellite phone number or they can get one specific to the country like USA that they may live in. Um, But that's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have zombies running, running, running around. That's what I. That's what, these are the things that we've been programmed to believe. And I mean, now even Fox News is talking about aliens coming, which tells me that it's completely fake. Tucker Carlson went on some big alien thing on his new Tucker on Twitter or whatever it was. Uh, and so, I mean, hey, whatever it is, but you bring up a good a good point. I mean, the Maui disaster, uh, which we believe was absolutely intentional, and and it was done at the hands of the government. Uh, One one that we absolutely know was intentional was the Chernobyl event in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. And, you know, how long is it before uh, another terrorist attack uh, gets, you know, carried out here in this country, all the illegal aliens that we're allowing in here? I mean, you think there's not dirty bombs and weapons caches all over the place just waiting to start blowing things up? In any one of these cases, a satellite phone is going to be incredibly important. Sat123.com slash stew. So what are people going to find when they go to sat123.com slash stew? Are they going to get like some kind of a, a discount uh, for, for, for being a part of Stew Crew? We've already set up the best promotions and packages. So all they have to do is hit that page and they're able to actually check out um, with just one month of service fee included. So on a normal $1,000 satellite phone and $100 Faraday bag to keep it protected, uh, in hard case, all the little kit components that we know are necessary for survival, we've included all that in a monthly price uh, and made it easy for, for people to go there. So no code or coupon, anything needed. Um, that's a special link uh, just for this show. 
uh, and for people who are listening and tuned in, because we believe that they are a more astute, educated audience and want to have this extra line of capability. I say communications is like air and water. You don't know how important it is until it disappears. That's right. Uh, no, I mean, and no. it, it's happened to me, uh, you know, just driving down the road and I'm on a very important phone call and I hit one of these blank spots. So, and then you get really frustrated, but imagine if it was a life or death situation, uh, maybe you're just going on a cruise. And or maybe maybe you're a deep sea fisherman. Satellite phones are incredibly important. If you're going to be offshore anywhere that there's not a signal, if you're going to take an unguided tour of Antarctica, you might want to have one of these things. Uh, what, what about uh, text messages? I mean, they do all of the regular phone functions. Yeah. Yeah. Two way texting and phone calls. And we do that good. We don't include anything else. That's it. Just phone and text. And I started doing this in 2006. Been doing this 17 years. Um, and now I can see for the past four or five years we're not just getting these for natural disasters. We're getting these for government-made disasters and control so that we have the ability to communicate when they want to shut down the rest of the network. So we've we've helped a lot of people uh, have this backup line of communications, and we're looking forward to helping everybody who's listening to the show today. Yeah. Uh, when we say the grid's going to go down, we have, we absolutely mean it. I mean, we have one of the I – mean, and you say one of the best, but it, it is, it's an incredible, incredibly weak infrastructure for communication in this country. Uh, so we appreciate the product, and um, I can't wait to have mine. It's uh, sat123.com slash stew. Again, sat123.com slash stew. Don't wait because, you know, when it happens, you're going to be like totally screwed at that point. We don't want to be, we don't want to be in that situation. Communication is completely essential between, between friends and family and colleagues and business partners and, uh, you know, fellow patriots and in any situation where, look, I mean, um, on January 6th, they shut the, power, uh, the, the communication lines down. Nobody could communicate. That's, it turns into a disaster. It's a trap. This is the same technology that the big tech, big corporations and government like to have because they know they can use it when everything else is down. So this is an opportunity for regular people to have a state-of-the-art satellite phone that works off networks. Now, if we're in a widespread grid down scenario, you're going to need both parties to have a satellite phone. We've often seen during disasters where somebody in Hawaii or Louisiana or Florida is calling somebody in another state where there's no affected network. Uh, and that works fine. But if we're thinking about a really widespread grid down scenario, you're going to want your family members or colleagues to also have one. So it's a great opportunity now to go and get it. I have a home in Florida, um, you know, where we're constantly I'm, I'm traveling back and forth and I'm leaving people that I, you know, the most important people in my life there. So maybe a great idea for me to get another one so that I have one in Minneapolis and one there because, hey, a hurricane hits Florida and, you know, my lady and, and, and our daughter and whatever is, it's like, hey, we have to, we have to have the, uh, we have to have the chance to be able to communicate and the means to do Two it. Two of my favorite states right there, Minnesota and Florida for hunting and fishing and spending time with family outdoors. Uh, and having a satellite phone, having that capability. Well, then you know about northern Minnesota. Guess what? No cell phone coverage. So I was just up at uh, War Road, up on the on the border. Oh, of big Canada. hockey town. Yeah, I was up there hunting, and absolutely, if you're out there and you break a leg out of a tree stand, which happens a lot, or anything like that, that's when that satellite phone is going to be a huge help, even in those kind of almost everyday scenarios. Yeah, put it in your pack. Uh, put it in your hiking pack. Uh, anywhere, it just it, it, for 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 so many reasons, you should have a satellite phone. Uh, especially in the times that we're in now. Sat123.com slash stew. Again, sat123.com slash stew. Eric Tallman, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Love the show. Thanks. The threat of nuclear war is growing every day. 
United States neocons like Lindsey Graham are just begging for a nuclear war with Iran in the Middle East. China has been planning to conquer America for decades by using Mao Zedong's blueprint that starved 50 million people to death. And don't forget about Israel's mass genocide of an entire people, stoking rage across the entire Muslim world. Our southern border is open. Our country has been invaded by people that hate us. Global civilization is hanging on by a thread. Any one of these potential conflicts could be used by the elites at the World Economic Forum to initiate a mass kill-off event. Mass communications are controlled by the same globalist overlords who want to kill you and kill your family and depopulate the planet. Ensure that your family stays safe. Go to sap123.com slash stew. Satellite phones, generators, solar panels, everything that you need to survive. Be ready. Prepare your family with power and communication and a bug out bag. Again, go to sat, sat123.com slash stew, sat123.com slash stew, or just call them, 855-980-5830. Again, 855-980-5830. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news. But you know that holster company that I've been working with as a sponsor for the past four months, Vanish Holsters, they've just been banned. Yeah, even though they're legally allowed to purchase it, Amazon, Google, and Facebook just banned it for sale to more than 7.7 million Americans who live in a certain state. Now, the good news is they can't stop me or us from getting it in their hands, or in your hands, for that matter. Now, crazy enough, the reason that it was banned is because that holster, Vanish Holster, enhances the concealment of a weapon better than just about any other holster on the market. And even better, it works with 99% of all semi-auto handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions. It carries two fully loaded magazines. Best of all, using my link, you get it for $40 off. So lock in your special pricing right now. Go to Vanish.com slash stew. Again, that's VNSH.com slash stew. Again, VNSH.com slash stew. If someone told you that you could change your life, change your entire life in 88 days, would you do it? Would you believe it? We are John and Chelsea Jubilee. What would you say if we told you you could reverse most any ailment or symptom without painful exercises in just 88 days? We have created the only patent-pending intercellular hydration protocol. Don't miss your opportunity to feel better. We know there's a lot of false hope out there, and many people have bought programs that work for a moment. But life's a lot longer than a moment. You need something that's sustainable that will take care of you for a lifetime. We have been helping people gain intercellular hydration for nearly three decades. You will lose fat, not weight, fat, fast, including that killer visceral fat. Chronic dehydration is one of the root causes of many ailments and symptoms. We encourage you, go log on our website and look at these amazing testimonials. Over and over again, we've heard our clients say it sounded too good to be true, but it worked for me. I needed to reduce my arthritic pain and I also um, had very, very high blood pressure that needed to normalize. And I'm pleased to say that I have absolutely no arthritic pain anymore and my blood pressure is normal. It was really cool to be able to get my life back. I didn't even think I'd cry talking about that. I endorse the, the program wholeheartedly. It has led to improvements that I can't fully explain based on uh, my medical knowledge as it was taught to me. Ask your doctor about energized health. Don't miss your opportunity to transform your health now. So log on to energizedhealth.com. That's energizedhealth.com. Possible side effects may include increased joy, energy, potential reduction in prescriptions, more fulfilling relationships, fewer doctor visits, and overall improved quality of health and life.
The government has told you lies your entire life. Hidden wars, dirty politics, stolen money through illegal taxation. No more. Break free now. Restore your freedom at the Premier Patriot Rally of 2024, hosted by Freedom Law School, Orlando, February 2nd through the 5th. The Restore Freedom Rally, bringing together the heart and soul of America for solutions. Featuring speeches from Stu Peters, Steve Kirsch, Mindy Robinson, and so many more. Go to RestoreFreedomRally.org today and check out the different packages. General admission to the Royal Event Package, which includes a banquet, movie premiere, awards dinner, and educational empowerment to defund the deep state. Don't miss this legendary event. Go to RestoreFreedomRally.org today. 